life. Good life. Okay. Run. Right now, there's it thousands is. of listeners. Bam, Daniel. Thousands. <laughs> thousands. Back at it within with a thousand listeners. It's <laughs> nasty, <laughs> man. And back at it again is the Beta Report. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 30. 30. What? 30. 30. 30. 30. Yep, dude, we're up to episode 30. I am one of your co-hosts, Jeff. We got Uno. What up? We got Jay. Hello, sir. How are you? And we thank you for all of us for being here. We're grateful that uh, for all of you to join us and just listen to a brand new episode. We got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. Well, yeah, uh, we have what? one thing we want to talk about. Well, That's one. how much this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Slow down. But yes. But it sucked. Jenny. It's, a, it's a big, big movie that opened up this weekend. <laughs> Be my big fat Greek wedding too. <laughs> it but just bombed, dude. Just, I seriously, dude. I was going in with such high expectations. I thought it was gonna do good. Seriously, dang, dude. But then dude. since that turned me down, it's Greek Independence Day on Friday, dude. It dude. killed me, dude. Since this, that that just brought me down, I decided to go watch Batman versus Superman, and that did it too, man. <laughs> Even worse. Gosh, man. Gosh. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about what with with everything that happened with this movie. We'll talk about it. What does that mean with the DC universe? What's going to happen there? Are we going to see different movies? Are we going to see some other people gone? What's going on here? What, what's going to happen? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, uh, we have a new segment we want to introduce. And uh, before we go into that, though, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping in here. So I know that since many of you guys who've been listening since the beginning, we had Big Lou with us and uh, it was, you know, occasionally giving us giving us his movie vault and... Um, his footy minute. His funny minute. It's it's it's, it's, it's what, footy minute, right? Yeah, footy minute, dude. I thought you said it's funny minute. That's, that's no. Like, <laughs> no, it's footy minute. Well, we had one minute. One minute, dude. It's just Ba-da. one minute. <laughs> we probably should end the show in, in memory of that, right? But if you guys haven't noticed, he hasn't been here with us, and um, well, you know, he's decided to uh, seek other endeavors. Uh, unfortunately. He's not going to be with the show anymore. I think Jay will go ahead. And he's got more information about that. So Jay, why don't you go ahead and get away? Well, uh, it's it's bittersweet because um, he he um, you know he won't be with us on a weekly basis. We we love the guy, um, and and we're, we're you know we support him fully in, in all his decisions, all the things he wants to do. Um, and I think this is something that even you guys will appreciate. I think. Um, he, he decided to become a pepino farmer and he's awesome. He's, um, he, he's gonna, he's gonna, uh, follow that, that, that passion that he had. And I know a lot of people would ask like, Oh man, Louis, your pepinos, like, that's awesome. That's like the best part of the show. Just hearing you eat pepinos from like the other room when actually just your microphone wasn't on. But, um, you know, it's just like, it's, it's sad. Like I said, it's just. It's it's bittersweet. We we love him and we're glad that he's gonna be able to pursue that. And he's he's gonna be like he's gonna go for it one hundred percent. He's gonna grow pepinos. Uh, he bought a plot of land, and um, <laughs> he's just gonna go and like do that, dude. And um, uh, you know, which which actually, and and that's a cool thing about it too is that we now thankfully have a sponsor to the show, which is Luis Pepinos. Uh, Grab chub- a dill and chill. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> chubby and sweet. Just like me, um, and sometimes salty. But um, yeah, dude. Yeah, so now we one, have we one have an free official tickle with every pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an official sponsor to the show now. Right which before is, you slumber, 
have a cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I like that. And you should be paying you for the marketing. (laughs) Wait a minute. Marketing mogul? Hashtag hashtag mogul talk, dude. dude, T-shirts are coming soon, dude. Luis Pepino's. I think we have to that. Now, as the beta report, as we do, we don't, you know, just, you know, stop everything we're doing. We're going to continue. And with that, we're going to have a, a, a new guest host. We're going to, we're going to try out out here. We're also going to try out his wallet because we need him to help pay for some of the stuff. So that's why we yeah. brought him on. But, uh, help me, uh, uh, welcome Gabe. Whoa, whoa. Yo, yo. Gabe. Let me stop. Wait, I just want to let you know. I want to jump on the Uno bus. I don't want to be called by my name. I want to be called by my rapper name. Yes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. Right. What? There. Dude. So can we start that intro over. I'd like to be called Master G, actually. <laughs> if you please. That is my rap name from my past. And so, you know, that way I offset, you know, me and you know together. And you got Jeff and Jay. Yes, dude. I think there we go. And Master G? Yeah, Master G. Master right. G. I don't know if I can if I can look at you and really call you Master G. Get used to it. It rolls off the It'll stick. It'll stick. We promise. You don't have to say the earth, Master G. Oh, Master. That might help with the roll of the tongue. Master G. Master Beta G. Master Beta G. No. See, no. No, dude, no. That's not going to work. Yeah, that, that dude. master no oh, master beta no that's just G. not sorry. Can we just say G. Okay, I'm good. With, we with G. I'm good with that. Call you G. All it's right. got to be one syllable, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Because I was I'd rather just call you Dose. Like if we're gonna go, <laughs> let's just let's just do that. If just call me two. Call yeah, me two. If we're gonna offset this, yeah, we'll just I call you two. Spanish, so two would do well with me. Uno and two. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uno and dos. <laughs> We got Uno, we got those, we got Tres. Yeah. We have to have somebody else to do that, dude. No, dude, I want to. <laughs> I want to call him. I want to call him Twa, dude. Twa. <laughs> this fool. Un do Twa. <laughs> well, with that, we thank. Uh, I don't even know what you call you now. G dos two what. The man of many names. The man of many names. Man of many names. We'll have, like we'll have the like people that. vote on Facebook, dude. I know. What what should we call Gabe? G, those, or our master. Two. Oh, master, or beta master. G? Master, master, master beta G. G. That's gonna be the one I think popular <laughs> demand. <laughs> I'm telling you, terrible. If you put that out there, that's what it's gonna be called. But anyway, so yes, thank you. Thanks for, for being with us. Uh <laughs> dose. I'm gonna just call you Dose. dose. G Dose to Master Beta. <laughs> so why don't we get started? Let's get get down to the nitty gritty here. Let's go ahead and get started with our first segment. Of course, we're gonna talk about the one movie that everybody was talking about. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh no, wait. It's actually Batman, right? We're gonna start off with that one. Yes. Yeah, dude. And uh it's somber, honestly. And uh, I think I think we need to start off. You know who the, wasn't talking about this movie? Who was Ben Affleck? Exactly. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Cheer up, Ben. At least your outfit because didn't come with nipples. Cheer up, Ben. Left it At least it wasn't as bad as Julie's. Cheer up, Ben. Matt Damon's waiting to cuddle you, shirtless. That was planted in my Cheer up, Ben. Your chin had more charisma than Henry Cavill. <laughs> Cheer up, Ben. At least it wasn't Daredevil. Cheer up, Ben. 
The Red Sox won a world championship. We have spoken. Ben. <laughs> nice way to end it there. Well, if you guys haven't noticed, and if you guys have talked to people about the movie, you're probably going to see two extremes. People love it. Cheer up, Ben. You're sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was done already. We finished with that segment already. But that one was so good, dude. <laughs> he is hot. People either love it. Cheer up, Ben. That workout Your scene. chin is immaculate. <laughs> I think his chin was the best actor in the whole movie, dude. Dude, he made that Batman it's pretty scene. amazing. It was, dude. It was out there. That chin was pretty amazing. Cheer up, ba- cheer, cheer up <laughs> Batman. <laughs> cheer up, Batman. At least it was Ben Affleck and not Val Kilmer this time. True. True. Don't hit on Val Kilmer. Yeah, he was pretty good. Or George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney. Yeah. Hi, Freeze. <laughs> I'm Batman. Like I was saying. Cheer up, Ben. <laughs> people either hated the movie or people loved the movie. So there was two big extremes to the movie. If you guys go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it's at a paltry 33% probably. I think uh, moved up from 31 or something. That's pretty bad. That's pretty low. So the critics... Pretty universally hated it. But if you talk to different people, there's some people who actually love the movie. So all of us here, we all saw the movie. We all checked it out, uh, including Gabe, who was joining us as a first member of the beta report. Thanks to Jeff. Yeah, sure. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And Claudia having to work. (laughs) There you go. I know, right? Um, And so we went to go check it out, and Uno loved it. Oh, God, he loved it. That's what you said. I didn't say I loved it. As soon it, as dude. the movie credits came out, you're like, oh, man, he was that clapping. was really good. You, Yeah, no, you were dude, clapping. He was a clapper. <laughs> dude, he, he got up and like let his man bun go and was just like letting his hair just... I look like, like Fabio circa <laughs> 1992. <laughs> yeah, dude. I heard it was pretty epic. From the forehead up. <laughs> so he, he enjoyed it. He loved it. He, he loved the movie a lot. So why did you like it? I wait, didn't wait. love the movie, guys. All right, well, tell us why. Well, look, look, this is, I did say, I, this is what I did say. This is what I did say. I said it's not as bad as the review said, which is like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. That was harsh. But I think like if, I would say like if you just watch it as an action movie, like if you had absolutely no knowledge about like Superman or Batman, you just came in and saw two characters, you'd enjoy the movie. That's the only way you but could enjoy the movie. who doesn't have knowledge about Superman or Batman? Um... Friends, friends, friends. Fans? According to Vic from last week, freaking people in Tibet know who Superman is. People in Tibet, uh, no, no. People in Tibet know the theme. Music. The theme yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude. You know. So look, yeah. I mean, Gabe makes a point. Everybody knows who Superman, Batman is. The they, they will know the intricacies of their mythology, like a nerd would. But most people know who Superman and Batman is. So, I mean, my thing was, how many times do we need to see Bruce Wayne's parents die? Yeah. Like we've seen that yeah. so many times. Like, does anybody actually not know? And if they don't know, they could just look it up. But it did tie in. I don't know if that's spoiler. Are we spoiling? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, good. It did tie in at the end with the whole Martha. Which yeah, and I, was gonna, I didn't know that her name was Martha. And I was going to bring that up too, but because I was talking to to Jeff about this, that that kind of felt like it felt like a little too easy, like too convenient, like they just and, and it's it's not it's not their fault that they that their moms are both named Martha um and that someone uh, it, it is it is clever, it is like a like because I don't think a lot of people 
know that or even mm-hmm. like just stop to think that, oh yeah, both of their moms or their names are Martha. Um, and it's never been on a, like in a movie or anything like that, or I don't remember seeing it in any of the cartoons. Yeah. So I just, it, like it, it was like, I guess a clever way of, of bridging that gap. Um, as, as, but it's just like, I don't know. It just felt too like, on too the nose, simple too on the for nose him to stop killing for him, him to stop. Point. Yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was like, like, Oh, I need, we need something to move the plot forward. Hey, let's, let's bring this up. And then yeah. that was it. You know what I mean? Like it was like way too convenient for that situation. I like think. to me, it's like it, in my experience, when I experienced that moment, I thought it was uh, as cheesy as it sounds on paper. When we talk about it, that they're both the connection between Batman and Superman at that moment was their their mother's name were both named Martha, which I knew that there's Martha Wayne and there's Martha Kent, but I, I just, it didn't click until they actually brought it, it up. It didn't dawn on you? It didn't <laughs> dawn on me. Nice. It didn't. <laughs> nice. Dang. It, uh, it didn't. And so that moment was kind of cool where he realized that there was some kind of, um, some kind of, uh, brotherhood or something. I know it sounds weird and been kind of lame in a, in a bit when you kind of talk about it. Yeah. But in that moment, it was kind of cool to him be like, "Oh, Martha, that's like my mom's name, whatever." And so that, I to me, it was it wasn't as bad. You know, that part was cool. But I, I think they could have brought another way without using the whole, you know, my you know the parents died. And I started thinking about it too a little bit, and I'm thinking that because I was thinking about that, you know, that whole. Um, parents dying and another thing that i that i didn't like about that was that thomas wayne which is bruce wayne's dad did the worst thing that a parent could do at a moment well it looked like yeah either grabbed the gun i thought he was punching him yeah trying to punch the thief who would do that when he's got a gun pointed at you and you have your kid and your wife yeah you would never do that why you didn't want to give him his wallet no he tried punching the dude and he gets shot i caught that right away i I was was like what that is weird when you consider that they're freaking rich. So I'm sure whatever he was carrying in his wallet probably wasn't exactly. going to break him. You right, know, exactly. like, but then again, I could, I could see it too. This is based on a comic book where... In the comic book, the guy kills him with cold blood. No, yeah. no, no. But yeah. I, I just mean like just in terms of like what a... What a what like a comic book dad would do, I guess, is try to be the hero to his family or to his son or whatever. So I guess like in that sense, you can kind of justify like maybe, you know, he was trying to be that heroic person and like not make his family go through something like that. I don't know. Uno, what's another reason why you love this movie? Ben Affleck's workout scene, dude. It was great, dude. Like his form on the bench presses, like bringing down 45 degree angle. Nice, dude. The tension. Sass. His he, was like, he was like, sass. He was like, sass, Estás mamado. Sass. Then, then, the, then his technique, when he was like, when he was beating the tire, like a cucumber, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Louis it was cucumber? Like Louis cucumber. <laughs> Wait, that's that sounds weird. So, <laughs> he was beating he, it like Louis beating his cucumber. <laughs> I don't think he meant to come Ooh. out that way. No, it did. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one that caught it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, just, just the way he was swinging that hammer. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> His legs terrible. were into it. His core, man, that was beautiful. By the way, this segment is brought to us by a sponsor, Luis Pepinos. Yes. Uh, um, fresh and never easy. What is a pepino for us non-pepino eaters? It's a cucumber. It's a oh. pickle. 
Really? It's a cucumber. <laughs> yes. Actually, no, it's a cucumber. <laughs> not a, a cucumber. Not a pickle. It's a cucumber, not a pickle. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a, a pickle. It's a cucumber. Just straight up cucumber. Straight up. Dude, it's it's so tripping to me. Papina? Wait, like, sidebar. It's tripping to me to hear Gabe say for us non-Spanish speaking <laughs> people. Because this dude is like, when I think of Cuauhtemo, like, that's what I picture. <laughs> It's like this like this guy is like the eagle grasping the freaking snake, dude. Like, <laughs> like he, he has what, that tattooed on like? his back to me, dude. He's on his neck. Hecho <laughs> in Mexico. Yeah, dude, for <laughs> real. Like he was just born with like that. How many times do you get that that they think you're Mexican, dude? Oh, uh, people come up to me at work and they speak to me in Spanish and I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> so it happens all the time. Which is Sorry, funny dude. because if you also he looks that way, but then if he would shave his mustache and uh is uh, goatee, he'd also look like uh, Ezra Miller, <laughs> which is himself, the new Flash himself. Yes, a man of many faces. <laughs> man of many faces. <laughs> and many names. Keanu Reeves, too. I've heard that many times. Which one? Who? Keanu Reeves. No. Yeah. <laughs> they call me at work. <laughs> yeah. Manolo Reeves, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> no, but um, well, then when he was doing... <laughs> The tire push, dude. Like his He's still thinking about that? Squats. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, I will I will say engaged. that, dude. The the one thing I Cause l- nothing can get you to nothing can get you to beat up Superman more than like a good a two good. hours of CrossFit, dude. <laughs> right, right, right. Like if you want to beat up Superman, just two hours of CrossFit and you're good. Dude. Physically prepared, dude. You're physically prepared. That's, That's, shape. Point right That's there. basically yeah. what uh, No, but uh, no, I will ben say Apple though did. that I think uh so far, even like it, dare I say it. This Batman is probably better even than Christian Bale's, in my opinion, because they portrayed him in like a much like more brutal way. Like he's more like his physicality was more on display than any other time before. Like he's not just like this, uh, you know, like this brooding figure in like the shadows or whatever. And I think they were kind of going in that direction already with Christian Bale. Like he was more of a hands on like fighter, um, especially going back to like the League of Shadows stuff and all that, uh, showing his training. But this dude just seems like, dude, like he was just handling guys like that, like that a freaking uh, fight scene in in the warehouse or whatever. Yeah, like that was just it. like that's probably like the best Batman action sequence that I've seen, like of him hand to hand against you know somebody. <clears throat> so let's discuss really quick what made this movie good, and 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 I goes with what you're saying with because my one of my favorite things about the movie was Ben Affleck. You know, Ben Affleck, I think, did a really See? good job. See? Did a really good job as Bruce Wayne and as as Batman. Right, right, right. Because I think I really like the new Batman suit. It, 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 you were able to see more uh, emotion through through uh, Ben Affleck. Because, dude, that, that cowl, you could totally see his chin, like, just popping out of that thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> it, was, just, it was majestic, dude. dude. It was like... That thing was, yeah, it, it was beautiful. That chin, dude, I'm telling you. But yeah, he uh, he did a really good job. And the suit itself, it just looks more organic. You know what I mean? It doesn't look armorish, like mm. just like some anybody could be in that suit look that way. It actually looked like, you know, Ben Affleck looked buff in that suit. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was actually him. So it, was that actually him? Because I was reading that he had a Batman body double. So was he actually, other than the talking, was he actually in the suit in the action sequences as well? I don't know. That's a good question. Who knows? I'm sure we'll see in the rated would, R version that's yeah. coming out. I would think so because I, I remember seeing um, guys. I remember seeing. I mean, guys. he was in the the training montage, dude. So that it, it was me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were you the the, yeah. the uh, shoulders for shoulders? Uh, yes. Right. Trunks why, legs. I Trunks thought you were. I thought you were Bane. That's why. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I thought you were Bane. Not that. Not. Uh, 
it was like Who's I did saying? both. I did both. Oh, did you? Yeah. Right. But I got bigger for Batman. That's why. That's hey. That's, that's why. Gains. Sass. <laughs> Quiddo gains. Me se mesero. Sass. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I saw uh, Ben Affleck in like interviews or whatever when um, I think before the movie came out. And he already looked buffed. He looked all ripped up. So I'm assuming they that buffed was him up in the, more for, yeah, in the for, suit too. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I like. I thought that was cool. Um the other thing, uh, I thought Wonder Woman was, was was better than I expected. You know, she ah, wasn't sure. a, a lot in the movie, but she was, um, you know, in the parts that she was act as Wonder Woman, I thought it was pretty cool. So I, I don't think, know if you guys thought of the same thing. Yeah, I think what what made her so good, aside from the fact that she killed it, like Gal Gadot, um, she did good. But it was like people were already kind of doubting it. And I feel like when people kind of go in with that expectation of someone not doing so well, like and they come out and they they like just they do well. It's like just kind of blows your mind. You're like, oh yeah, she almost like stole. To me, she I feel like she almost stole the movie um, from like the other two characters. Like she just was was a uh, like very convincing Wonder Woman. It was like really good. I didn't like her. I thought it really? was yeah. I felt like she was uh she was forced in there, and then she's like a secret agent. She's like prowling around trying to steal some information from Lex and. She's more detective than Bruce because she actually took the thing from him. Ding. Yeah, and I was like, that, to me, that's not a Wonder Woman. Like, right. Wonder Woman's like, and you know, she's saying, <laughs> I don't know, it's very stereotypical <laughs> of the Wonder Woman vibe, but that's what I think. And I just, it was, it was a different take on her, which I guess I could respect because he's doing things differently. But I just felt they threw her in the mix just to throw her in the mix. Like we got Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think so, I think it was just a. Um, it was a. They were using her as a um, for that moment where where Superman's not in the fight because if it was only Doomsday and Batman, that's it just. True. I, yeah. I think the reason the whole reason they put that is to have somebody to interact with Doomsday while Superman was doing what he had to do in that last act too. So I think that's the reason they. You know, wedged her in there, and and uh, but that fight itself was another reason why to watch it. There, there's two other reasons I'm gonna put out there why you should go ahead and watch it. Uh, even though I'll give you the reasons why I think it's bad too. The 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 Batman and Superman fight, even though it was not long enough, it it it, it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty pretty vicious it was pretty like you know he, he he puts a beating on superman superman tries to fight back and it's still you know somebody told me today that and i didn't really think of it i don't know if you guys probably thought of it this way but it didn't cross my mind that way but when when superman is is fighting uh when he's kind of beating up batman at the beginning like the first couple couple minutes couple minutes couple minutes that's yeah. yeah uh somebody was saying that's actually gross or batman knowing that he's gonna get beat up in those few seconds you know of just confronting him so that he gets overconfident so that when he shoots him with that thing superman doesn't care about destroying that gun he'll catch it and show him that he could do it not thinking that you know that 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 uh, it's gonna 20, be kryptonite in there 20 steps ahead dude. yeah exactly mm-hmm. like batman let him think oh, i'm gonna make him think he could beat me up and as soon as because everybody was some people were saying oh how slow he puts that smoke bomb and then he he's, uh, and you know behind him and then he shoots him and you know he catches that bullet right. real quick that was all in batman's plan to make him feel overconfident at first and then you know get him at that moment and it worked if you think of it that way that's and then and it fits with what batman is a tactician batman uh, a master tactician <laughs> batman apologies yeah <laughs> But you know Vic, what, dude? Like, that's for you, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that really bothered me, dude, is he looked like his form was bad when he was like 
No, dude. Oh, when, when he threw he the smoke like bomb? a backup dancer for Kiss in those shoes, dude. He looked like. Think about those boots, dude. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> they're just ridiculous, dude. Dude, he had to he have looked, armor. Wouldn't it would look funny if he had like armor everywhere and then the shoes were the same? No, no, they no, look, no, no, no. They look no, dumb, no, dude. No, 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 come on, he, dude. He had to have. Have boots. you seen Iron Man's boots? Those are slick, dude. Oh, you got a point there. <laughs> Done. See you guys. Armor is slick. Yeah. Yeah, his is bulky. He's not taking punches from Superman. I mean, <laughs> yeah, have some thick armor for that. That's true. That's true. Good points. The other thing about the movie is that it's too. It took too long to get to that point. Yes, yes dude. It yes. just. It's over two and a half hours, and it's only like the thirty minutes. It's for like two hours of of setup before you get to the main fight, and. Um, yeah, dude, that's insane. Yeah. That's way too long. It almost, it, it was like, you know, after he, he finished filming and then he's going to put the movie together, he's like, oh, snap, I got five hours. Now I got to cut this down to something that's serviceable and notice that he couldn't cut any more than, than the two hours and a half. And that's another reason why I felt the film looked or seemed very disjointed. Like the scenes were cut, like... Didn't have a flow. Yet. Yeah, it didn't. All of a sudden, you know, Bruce Wayne's having his dream and then all of a sudden we're in Africa. Like you know, Dude, I heard movie. it. I I heard this movie described as like five different movies in one because of the way it got edited. It just kind of seemed like you're saying disjointed. Like there was all these different scenes put together that didn't necessarily have like one single like thread that kind of connected everything. You know what I mean? Like there was no like like there was no uh, story arc. I guess that like ran through every single scene that kind of connected everything together. Just seemed like some things like something's connected, but then there was this other scene. It was like that nightmare sequence or whatever. And then there is another scene and then they're, yeah, like in Africa or whatever. Like it just like they're chasing bullets or something. And, you know, it just seemed like really weird. Like it just like a bunch of different things that just didn't really connect and didn't pay off in the end. Watch, like, let's try something real quick. Gabe, give me the, the story arc for Man of Steel. Uh, he fought the general Zod. Right. So, um, it, it, like elaborate a little bit more. He felt he he came from Krypton. He uh, his his dad wants to keep him <laughs> secret. <laughs> Throw me off, Jeff. You're like a shady lawyer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, tell me what you did Friday night. Yeah. Stand, elaborate, elaborate. I was hanging out with my friends. Weren't you hanging well, out I with your friends in front of the liquor store? <laughs> well, just, loaded gun. I wanted him to go a little bit more into the, the story. Talking arc. about how much you hate policemen. <laughs> huh? <laughs> right? You saw it. No, um, <laughs> if you go more into, you could, because Jay's talking about the story arc. You can look at Man of Steel quickly say, he, he um, Kryptonite, uh, Krypton got uh, destroyed, landed on Earth, got taken in by a family, was told to keep his powers secret. General Zod showed up. He had to reveal himself oh, to the world. Oh, uh, like a plot summary. Right. Just really quick, like just a story arc really quick. Now do that, try to do that with Batman versus Superman. So like Bruce Wayne... Is like all crotchety and angry, cause like, if we become correct though, <laughs> cause like Superman destroyed a city, and like killed his dad, I think. Yeah. And then, like. like the world is like, what's up with the Superman guy? <laughs> Then Superman comes to the Senate and the Senate blows up, <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, like Bruce Wayne is so angry, he wants to kill him now. So they fight, but he says his mom's name, and he's like, oh, snap. Uh, you're like telling the movie. You can't he's even say He's just like me. A regular uh, <laughs> And then he's like. Yeah, he's just describing every scene. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's the story, dog. <laughs> and then, and then, da, 
They have this like big battle royale rumble. So now this alien. So now it's Michael Pena. And then to Michael Pena. And then, like my cousin said, like, "Hey, Lou, like I need to go to the restroom, take good notes." And I was like, "All right, fool," but I missed something, dude, because I think I took out my phone so I could take good notes. But I got this text message from like. <laughs> My Haina, right? <laughs> and she was like, I really want sopas tonight. Can you get some? I was like, cool. So then, Don't forget the pepinos. Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that when you try to try to just give a little story arc without giving all these details of the movie, <laughs> you can't do it with Batman with Superman because it jumps everywhere. You got, you know... Uh, uh, the story about Bruce Wayne's parents and then all of a sudden, like I said, we were in Africa and then there's a conspiracy about who killed those people and, I, and then Superman's involved in that and then he goes to the Senate and then it blows up and then then I don't know what the heck Jesse Eisenberg is doing or the Lex Luthor is doing. It's just all over the place. It's yeah. just not a coherent story and a plot line just, just follow. It's like the movie was like, let's do a movie with Batman Super- fight Superman. All right, now let's figure out the rest. Now we'll build around that Instead Dude, of having af- an actual story about it After all that I bet you someone's gonna be like Dang I bet you they have sopas in the director's cut That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for <laughs> That's all I'm waiting for dude It's just Batman and Superman eating sopas Can I, can I say what I really didn't like dude oh, I just really didn't like how um, I'm not gonna wait for you to give me approval dude I'm just gonna do it So like I didn't like <laughs> how, I didn't like how Clark Kent was all of a sudden like confident and defiant like, I don't remember Clark Kent ever being, like, told what to do and, like, disregarding it. Like, um, what's the name of the guy who runs the Daily, Pla- Daily Planet? Uh, Perry White. Perry White tells him, like, <laughs> I want Friedman? you to drop this story. <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> I want you to drop the story and I want you to write about this. Yeah. And he just, like, Did. disregards it and does what he wants to do. Like, that's not Clark Kent, you know? And then even like uh like like, meek, very meek. Right, very right. Oh, okay, okay, oh, Perry. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, it was pretty Mr. douchey Mr. to Batman too when he was when that first time he confronts yeah. him and he was yeah. just like, This is me showing mercy. Yeah, and he just stopped him dead. from stealing something from Lex Luthor and some obviously some bad guys with rocket launchers who he just let drive off and had was like, All right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true that too. too. Yeah, he could have just stopped them and then said, "Okay, now I'm going to wait, wait, wait. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, to, sorry, uh, sorry. I'm going to. I'm about to get to Superman. I'll talk about Clark Kent first. Uh, so then, even like Clark Kent, even like in his relationship with Lewis Lane, like he's really assertive, right? Like the whole bathtub scene. Come on, dude. We're talking about Clark Kent here. Clark Kent, man. Clark Kent. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, who? Clark Kent, dude. <laughs> like just the way he kind of is like. uh yeah, I would say assertive in like his relationship with Lou Lane. That's not that's not him. So that's Clark Kent, like inconsistent, wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. wrong. <laughs> um, then Superman, <laughs> <laughs> guys, focus. Charlie Murphy, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Superman was also like you said, like he was a douche, like with with like Batman, like. How he just let those robbers get away. Yeah. Um, I also felt like, I don't know if this was Zack Snyder's, right, like like directing, the writing or whatever, but he just kind of lacked like that empathy. You you mentioned that in our private conversations, in our pseudo-intellectual conversations, how he just lacked like the the passion for, not the compassion and sympathy for, for humans, for humanity, right? Well, um, the, the, and, and just going to that, it's the, the whole Senate scene. When, yeah, and 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 the scene, uh, Superman is being called to be accountable for you know 
for what happened. And so when a, a citizen wants to confront him and tell him something, it's a, it's a person who met with Lex Luthor who is on a wheelchair because he's got no legs. And so um, it so happens that this guy in his wheelchair has the, the bomb and it blows up. So people who are outside... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We said that at the beginning. Just um, the, the people who are outside of the Capitol see the explosion happen. And so the camera then goes back into where Superman's at, and he just like looks down, like like kind of saying, "Ah, these shucks, yeah, you know, like why are these people messed up?" That kind of face, right? Yeah. When I was telling Uno, I was like, you know, it would have been so much different if he had a, a face of surprise or like disbelief, like what happened, you know, rather than be like he he just looks down and he looks up like saying. Oh, man, you know, kind of that face. They did it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, these people don't get. It. No, it was. He should have had a different reaction, in my opinion. Yeah. He should have been more like, like surprised. Like, what happened? Like, what? You know, obviously he's not gonna flinch, uh, being uh, uh, because of afraid of getting hurt, but more of a, you know, disbelief look on his like, face. I can't believe I let this happen. Yeah, or I didn't see. Right. It. Yeah. Even though he said it, you didn't believe that he really. Yeah, he tells Lois Lane later, I should have caught it. But then on that scene, he should have yeah. been, because just because he's, in, I know he's not human, but just because he's an alien, that doesn't mean he doesn't show surprise or disbelief. And he should have at that point. And that would have helped the audience feel more that he feels empathy towards the people that he saves. Because mm-hmm. the thing is that about Henry Cavill is he's so wooden. He's like a plastic doll. He's up there. He's got no emotion when he's up there, no charisma. And that's part of my problem with the with Superman. So, yeah, here dude. though, because and, and you guys have heard me like talk about this movie a lot. He's he's super good in uh and Man from Uncle. Like he is, he does have the charisma, dude. Like he does have like like you can like he has like that potential to like to grab your attention and and so I think it is just part of the writing, maybe like the direction or whatever, just didn't guide him in the right in the right direction to to be able to like portray superman and 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 maybe it's just the way that zack snyder zack snyder wants to have his superman in this universe is more of yeah like an alien i guess who's learning how to have compassion for human life or something i don't know but i feel like they someone else needs to take over to kind of allow this dude to to have another go at being superman yeah um so superman felt really inconsistent with the comic books and obviously uh Lex Luthor was also like inconsistent with the comic books. Like Lex Luthor has this like presence in the comic books and the cartoons of just being on par with like a Bruce Wayne with a Tony Stark, but with an evil twist to him, you know? Mm. And like Jesse Eisenberg looked like that little kid who like, he looked, he looked a little bit too kind of like a Silicon Valley kid gone like evil. Right. Yeah, I no other cool way of putting it. Like he just—he's like the Snapchat owner. Good, actually, he's like the Snap Snapchat owner, like bitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something I don't know, but it's just he was too maniacal and too like he was like the Riddler. loony. Yeah, he was more like the Riddler than Lex Luthor. He yeah, been a great Riddler. Yeah, he would have been a great Riddler, but he was just—he was not the Lex Luthor of. And a sidebar, like a little lit, little bit of a note, like. Since when does Alfred fly drones? You know what I mean? Like, since when is Alfred even debating with, like, Bruce Wayne? Like, you know, like, throughout throughout the comic books consistently, like, every portrayal, he, like, 
he respectfully disagrees with him, right? Like, uh, sir, you know, you might want to reconsider the the path of your life. He's no, not like know, arguing. But, I think, with but there's like, but there's like, uh, shut up, fool. No, no, no. I'm just United saying, the, Front, dude. <laughs> see, that's why it, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no, no. <laughs> United yeah, there's Front. A, there's United a nuance Front. to Alfred, dude, and it's like sometimes it's an, it's like a little too subtle, but like he does have like his little like. His his little jabs at at, right. at Bruce Wayne right. or like at Batman or whatever, um, and and I, I I like this portrayal of Alfred. I think he was a little bit more hands on and everything because I, I think like you I also put it like in my head that this is an older Batman too. Um, so uh, you know they've been they've obviously been doing this for a while. So Alfred being like probably aside from Robin. Uh, being the only other person that he trusts to know his secret identity, to be like part of this, like this vigilante universe or whatever. Um, like, yeah, I think he would be more hands on with like him doing things. And um, like, you set me up, you set me up for the next one. Like the last one, last okay, one. Okay. okay. Please go for please? it. Please. Thanks. For okay, it. cool. So like the, the thing is too, like, I feel like Bra- Batman was slightly like diminished in this, in this movie. Um, and, and Master G over here mentioned, like, nice. since when does he get outsmarted by anybody, right? Much less, like, Wonder Woman. Like, mm. there's a scene where he's trying to, like, download information from Lex Luthor, and then he gets outsmarted by Wonder Woman. Bamboozled. Not, not, we're not being sexist here. It's just Batman doesn't get outsmarted by anybody. He's the world's greatest detective. World's yeah, greatest world's greatest detective, detective yeah. right? And then even being outsmarted by Lex Luthor. I mean, like, yes, that can happen sometimes in, like, the comic book universe, but it's not that often. And then even like uh, like when do you see a petty thug getting the best of Superman, right? I mean a Batman, which we saw a couple of times. Like he did get shot, he did get stabbed, and it's like I don't remember that Batman. Even in like the Dark Knight portrayal, like yes, he was a little bit more vulnerable. Yes, he got like whooped by a mutant who was like a st- who was kind of like, but he is that version now. that version of Bane, right? Like like the mutant king was kind of like kind of like Bane, but not right ish but i just felt like batman was a little diminished in this in this in this portrayal well what's that comic book um i think it's the dark knight returns where they have the girl robin yeah that's the yeah. dark knight that's the dark knight returns yeah. and that one you know he was old and he got beat up by all those thugs and so i think and i think they it's kind of like they went that direction because he is older now i mean yeah yeah united front though dude. it was just that one guy <laughs> <laughs> so with, with all that said obviously there's good reasons bad reasons to watch it i mean good reasons to watch it there's bad reasons or, or bad things that white people didn't like it that white people that's what like i meant it. to say <laughs> that's why so how would we fix it? Like can it can we can we launch the how we would fix it um who would you cast as lex luther it, yeah it would definitely not be it definitely wouldn't be Jesse Eisenberg. No. I heard. I heard Brian Cranston was being considered for Lex Luthor. You heard that right. What a band! Oh, who is that? Was uh, he been Breaking in? Bad. Oh, Ultra White. Duh. Yeah. Oh, that would have been. That's. Awesome. Oh my goodness. See, that's the whole reason, and one of the main things why I don't like. It's not that I don't like the movie, but it's it's Zack Snyder. We talked about him before too, and why I don't like it. I think yes, <clears throat> in fact that it, he was being looked at. Can you imagine how much? I want how better the movie would be if Brian Cranston was Walter uh, Walter White. Brian <laughs> Cranston was uh, Lex Walter Luthor. White <laughs> yeah, Superman. Can you believe that? I mean, you know, oh my God, that would be amazing. Instead, he did Godzilla. 
He, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he was good in that, though. He was, but he, he was awesome in that. Yeah, but that's uh, that just in fact that little part for that in, little in that movie, part. He was, he was awesome. Great. So just the caliber of a role for Lex Luthor. Can you imagine? He tells he tells uh, Superman, "I am the one who knocks." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so awesome, dude. It would be amazing. Uh, but if, he just got cast as Commissioner Gordon, right? No, I no, I think it, he voiced Commissioner Gordon in. Um, in Batman Year One, I saw but something, dude. The, I saw something. No, J.K. Rollins got got. Isn't J.K. Oh, Rollins? Oh, that's who is, it is. Yeah, my bad. That's who I'm. Ro- Rollins. J.K. Rollins. No, 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 J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Simmons. Harry yeah, Potter. Like Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, J.T. Simmons. No, it's, um, it is. I think it is J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. You said anyway. J.K. Rollins. Yeah, it? my bad. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got it right. Freaking Wizard World. Let's all go to Universal Studios dude, right now. <laughs> I'm going to wait in line for that thing. Dude, I want to get sorted so bad. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I want to get cucumbered. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Brought to you by Luis, Luis Pepinos. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we did have some of our listeners actually watch it. You know, How could we fix it? What? How else could we fix it? Brian Cranston. <sighs> Who would you recast? I, I would. I would get. First of all, the problem would be is getting rid of Zack Snyder. United front on that one. Yes. Yeah. We, we getting don't, rid we of him. Really that would okay. change a lot of it. That would actually change like, the tone of the film. How are you speaking in the microphone? <laughs> it's nice. nice. <laughs> Skills. Skills. I need to Snapchat this. Um. Yeah, you would have to get rid of Zack Snyder for sure. Yeah, I think so. That 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 would be the first way to. I think you would have to do more individual movies before you did this Batman versus Superman. Because they try to roll like what, like Marvel did the Avengers and they had like nine movies before that. So it set everything up for a singular plot line. This, they did one Superman movie and then they just jumped right into the Justice League when they could have set up all these characters with great backstory to do this. And Doomsday is such a bigger enemy and just be taken down in the second movie like that. It's so funny you said that because I, I, I read an article too where like they were, they what they could have learned from Marvel was to be patient. Build everybody's story. Mm-hmm. And then then you do the Justice League. But you you have no time for that. They're jumping for the Justice League, which is coming out next year, and you still don't got singular, uh, singular movies for The Flash, uh, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, which will, I think Wonder Woman was coming out next year? Or next year. Next year. So, sure. You know, all they're they're just so impatient Aquaman. to jump up. Um, don't even talk about Aquaman. <laughs> but um, I'm actually I, excited for Aquaman. I like what Jay said. Was it Jay or was it you? It was me. Said, in the camera. No, no. Oh. Why is he so tan? Oh yeah, why is he so tan underwater? The fool's underwater, <laughs> dude. <laughs> why is he tan? <laughs> Anyways, well, because of the species of no, like I, I honestly like I I feel like they just want some ethnicity in there. Yeah, exactly, and and. I'm like I'm excited to see this take on Aquaman, especially because it's James Wan. I think is the director of that, and he did all the uh, Conjuring movies, um, or the two Conjuring movies. Did was he uh, the Fast and the Furious guy? Uh, I don't think he directed so. the Fast and Furious movies, or oh, maybe not. No, I think he did. Uh, did he? Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, same dude. Well, there you go. See? So he knows how to do action. So he knows how he to knows- do action, dude, and he knows like uh, I, I I I don't know. I just feel like. This is like it's gonna be a good movie because I like Jason Momoa. I think he's gonna be, I think he's gonna he he was a good choice. Where do you like him from? 
Uh, he did Conan. I know he wasn't the worst part of that movie, but he was on there. He did that movie with Stallone, too. Wait, someone else did Conan, too. Oh, true, dude. Hello, hi, how are you? What the heck? to join your little podcast. Come on. See, there you go. Arnold, 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 Arnold. If you could be any superhero, what superhero would you be? I would be like Cyborg. Oh, nice. Why? Why is that? Because they tear me in pieces and I'm like, ah! And then I get rebuilt into Machine Man and then I'm like the Terminator again and I'm like, I, you know, destroy you. <laughs> there you go. Good, good answer. <laughs> yeah, but that wouldn't that be a little redundant, Mr. Schwarzenegger, for you to be nah, the Terminator nah, nah. It's and like my to alley. Be... It's my thing, you know. It's what I do. <laughs> there you go. Uno, who you would you... <laughs> <laughs> Master G, you don't have anything you want to ask uh, Arnold since he's here. Yeah. He just popped in. It's, uh, we, I didn't even hear the helicopter. I know. Drop in. Dude, just but came in. That's how he came in. This is your first time. In. Aren't you starstruck? You're, you know, actually listening to uh, to Arnold, man. Or what would you ask him, dude? Uh, Mr. Arnold, I, I don't even know what to say. You're, you're just, you're my hero. I love you. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starstruck right now. I don't even know. Can I shake your hand? Yeah, come on, give me your hand. I'll shake it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it has to be like one of those epic, like the Schwarzenegger and uh, the no, the Dutch and Dylan uh, handshake. Where oh yeah, like the epic, bah, and then like the whole world. Hey, explodes. hey, what's up? What's up, guys? I, I heard, uh, I heard Arnold here. What's up, man? <laughs> oh, it's well, Michael Peña. Hey, we got too? Michael Peña what too. A, what's up? Hey, what's up, Arnold? Dang, uh, look I at those arms, dang. <laughs> Dang. I love my little Mexican friend. <laughs> hey, 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 my, my tia cuts your my tia cuts your lawn, bro. Yes, she does. Hey, I gotta go, bro. I hear the I hear the cuss coming. I hear the cuss. Hey, see you guys. See you guys. Let her go. Let her go. You should let your tia run too because she's a I maid. Heard. Forget it. No, dude. Excuse me, guys. I heard <laughs> Oh my guys. No, we got Conor McGregor Conor now. Conor McGregor's here too? <laughs> How? He came and went though. Oh, Con- Connor! <laughs> He's in and out. He's in and out. He just said hello. He left. Yeah, he went out running. Right. That's cool. Hey, what about Mark Wahlberg? I heard he was in town. <laughs> <laughs> Wahlburgers. They're opening up a new one, right? Guys, Are I'm, they? Right, I'm right. I'm right here. Right here. <laughs> one, two, three, three. I have three questions. Three questions for, for Mr. Schwarzenegger. One, how do I look? Fantastic. What, sh- what should I work out f- to beat Nick Diaz? You have to work out your biceps and your quadriceps. Last. <laughs> well, your what? Your what? Your quadriceps. <laughs> Quad- you hear me? Use your ears. Quad- <laughs> your does, does that answer your question, Connor? Yes. I'll, I'll <laughs> you said three. He did say three, Connor. I, I don't even know what part of that body that is, but I'll do it. I'll do anything to dust, dust Nick Diaz, Nick's little brother. <laughs> tree, question tree, question tree. <laughs> question tree? <laughs> you know, that's it? Your speech is two after that? How much was that? <laughs> Oh, oh 
Thanks for stopping by. Thank Connor. you, Connor. Thanks, thanks, Connor. Thanks for stopping by. Mr. Torchin, I think I hear your helicopter is uh, yeah, I think so. calling yeah, you. It's my time. Hello, goodbye. I'll talk to you later. Hey, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Don't forget me. What the heck? I don't who know that? who, who that was. That? Who the heck is that supposed to be? Who was that, dude? That was oh like that was like Tracy Morgan doing so I just don't know, dude. I'll get you pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, my bi- biological father. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, Still dude. waiting for Mark Wahlberg to show up on the scene. Let's go in my car. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Oh my god Anyways Let's move on dude Enough of the The uh bad That was insane, we talked about today, dude. dude That That just happened Everybody So let's Let's go ahead And uh, you know I, The last thing I was gonna say about this Is uh, even with these Bad reviews It's not gonna Probably affect it much This weekend It made like 420 million worldwide So It made money And, and That's all they care about Honestly So you know I think with the this, this uh, you know the DC universe, they're, they're going to continue making these movies. Um, well, just so we can compare, what other movie got a thirty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I don't know. Do you know? No, no, I don't know either. Thought you know. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't keep up with every Rotten Tomato movie that's being rated. But um, next time, next time, we'll see what 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 else got thirty-one percent. It must not be good. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Blart probably. <laughs> Bob Blart probably got Pixels to, Pixels probably got like 20% <laughs> Louis' favorite movie right? Yeah Just name all of Louis' movies Exactly dude Paul Blart Pixels uh, What is that What Funny is that people. No no That uh, that uh, Adam Sandler movie Yeah White Knife But it's not called White Knife no, it's not Ridiculous called. 6 Ridiculous 6 yeah. There you go Anyways Alright so Let's, let's move on. Um, and uh, this is a new segment that we want to do every week with, you know, now that we've gone through Batman Superman, let's just talk about something. We're not going to talk about the movie, but we're already um, excited about Captain America Civil War, which looks amazing. It looks great. So in honor of that movie and kind of counting down till we get to see that movie, uh, which is soon, we want to do a new segment called Civil War because we're creative right here. We're gonna call it the same thing. Yeah. As the movie. <laughs> Civil War. Um, we um, what we want to do is actually put to get you know pit together two characters that we love, and um, F Ryan Moore, Ryan. Food. Oh, Ryan Moore. <laughs> hey. uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a contributing writer on the blog. His name is F Ryan Moore, and if you want to hear great stories about. Escalators and immunizations. Please check out our blog. Thank you. Actually, he read. He um, speaking of blogs, uh, you know, Jay and uh, Ryan had or F Ryan more. <laughs> I didn't know what to call him, dude. Is it Ryan or just F? Ryan. It's Ryan. Yeah, okay. it's F. So I mean, it's Ryan. If you're gonna say anything, what does the F stand for? Fabulous. <laughs> just F. It's just one Fan. We don't want to go through it like we did last week, but it's phenomenal. F right. Yeah. Just. But anyways, uh, he uh, he's one of our uh, contributing writers. Thank you for so much, Ryan, for uh, for uh, contributing the, the the with the blog. And Jay had a new blog last week too. Both really good. Really recommend you guys go out and check out these blogs. Um, and, and Ryan in his blog was actually talking about a point that, you know, we obviously like TV and, and movies and one 
show that we haven't talked much about is is The Walking Dead, and we really like The Walking Dead. Um, we we just haven't dedicated a show to that. Maybe we will sometime down the road. But um, uh, this this coming Sunday is the final episode of the season. A uh, big character with a uh, character named Negan. If you guys haven't watched, it's a big, big, big character and a big event that's going to happen that day. But um, for that final episode, it's been great. And and Ryan was talking about we don't talk about it as much, and it's true. So why don't we just talk about this really quick here about in our segment called Civil War. We put we put two of the characters, probably the Unlikely biggest characters. Foes. Unlikely foes. just like Iron Man and Captain America. And who do we think will win? And I'm talking about Rick and Daryl. So if we put them to, put them together, who would win that fight? We can we can we create like a scenario where they have to kill each other? Sure, go ahead, dude. Let's pick teams too. Pick Daryl. Wait, let's let's kind of like let's kind of <laughs> create the scenario. Okay. Yeah, no, but like let's have like they both have a team of like two or three. No, no, it should be just one on one. Yeah, yeah. Just go one on one. Yeah, let's just do one on one. It's gonna take us too long to do all that. All right, dude. So, like, check this out. So, Rick went to go visit the U.S. Senate, and the U.S. Senate blew up. And Daryl saw that on the news and was like, I'm going to kill this guy. No? No. Oh. All right. So, Daryl's dead, right? (laughs) But he comes back to life. And so, Rick's like, I got to kill this guy. No. No, that. Well, Lex Luthor takes Rick and puts his blood on him. And then Rick's evil now. And like Daryl's like, I got to kill this guy. Yeah? Sure. Why not? I like <laughs> if, it. If that moves on, yes. Let's do that. Man, it's such stupid ideas. Like, who would ever make that into a movie, right? I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so Rick and Daryl have to fight. Who, who knows why? <laughs> <laughs> you literally you got, got that. But, your, but they do. Caught in your man bun. How, yes. how do you get the microphone cable caught in your man bun? Oh, but we they got do. a man bun. <laughs> But they do. So let's focus here, guys. United United Front. (laughs) So here we go. Jeff, dude, since you're the most knowledgeable. King of the nerds. Tell us us how this goes down. If if it's going to go by what we've seen lately, I think Daryl's getting soft. And Rick is the brutal one right now. Mm. Rick is the one that would... Go all out. I mean, in the last one of these last episodes, he literally just stabbed the guy in the neck. His face is full of blood, and he saw the people were looking at him. And he literally just said, "What?" Yeah, it's that kind of brutality we're talking yeah, about. Dude. So if I'm not gonna really a fighter, I mean, I see a lot of episodes where he gets whooped and then he barely comes out. That was before choice of circumstance. That was before. Yes, he did. But now he's a hardened fighter now, and so between him and Daryl. Yep, I think I think Rick would would uh, would eventually not even just beat up; he just kill straight out kill Daryl. Daryl's going a little soft actually, so I think uh, I think it's I think Daryl gets killed in this one. So I'm Team Rick. Rick Tatorship, 2016. Rick Tatorship, <laughs> dude. I think I'd I would, vote for him, not Trump. Dude, in a scenario where Rick is like where Rick is searching out for. <laughs> For Daryl, I feel like Daryl would win just because he's like, like say there's they're somewhere in like the woods or something. I feel like Daryl is more like crafty and like he like knows how to track and do all that crazy stuff. Like I feel like if it's not like a straight up like like 
one-on-one fight, like, they're just, like, squaring up and, like, trying to kill each other. I feel like if they're, like, like, the, the scene is they're in, like, a wood area or something like that, and they're, like, seeking each other out, I feel like Daryl would, like, catch up to him pretty quick and just kind of take him out. Like, even from a distance uh, with that crossbow, dude. Just jack that for what? So I'm going to change my choice to Daryl, actually, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team Daryl. Kill Daryl, we riot. I know, dude. Master Beta G. Dos. Dos. <laughs> Deuce. <laughs> who, Keanu. Who would win? I'd pick Daryl. I just think uh, that dude's a killer. He's a killer from the get-go. Rick Grimes is crazy, but uh, you know Daryl's always had it in him. And I think when it comes down to it, to be honest, I haven't caught up to this last season, but what I did see when I saw an episode last night is that uh, Rick was with the girl. The the sword wielding girl, uh, Michonne. Michonne, and so obviously he's got himself too. I don't know if Daryl has himself a girl. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's that crossbow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why he that's wins. Lucinda. Like I always said, I think <laughs> Team Daryl would win. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> dude. I think that's but, the thing too. Like Daryl has less to lose, so yeah, he's got nothing. To lose. So he'd be, I think. But see, Rick's got something to fight for though too. It's true. He would put it all on the line to, to, to that save uh, Carl. The fool is one one night lost already, dude. And Judith. Oh, he lost an eye. Oh, I forgot he's got a baby girl, too. Yeah, dude. That girl, the sure that baby girl. that never grows. <laughs> <laughs> She's been the same age for like five seasons. Um, I think there's something we're forgetting here, and that's that uh, Rick has formal training um, that Daryl doesn't, right? So like, if it came down to how to disarm somebody... Like, I think Daryl has, I mean, uh, Rick has that training, how to subdue somebody. Rick has, like, that formal training. So, I would lean more towards the police officer on this one than just some random bike riding killer. Uh, killer. <laughs> bike rider. You okay? Yeah, dude. I was just trying to think. That what like was Daryl before like this, dude? Him. Unemployed? No. Did it, there was an episode that <laughs> said what he did before. wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, or something like that. I think he was telling that one girl when he was like in the house with a bunch of drug dealers when uh, they were drinking moonshine. Yeah, that's right. When he she oh, yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah, drink yeah. peach schnapps and he yeah. slapped it out of her yes. head. And says, like, exactly. If you're going to get drunk, you shouldn't be on peach schnapps. There you go. There we go. Dude, but I just feel like Daryl will bring in like, like his, like those other skills that probably aren't like formal training or whatever. But I feel like he'd be able to be, like, craftier than than Rick and, like, spring traps and all that sort of thing. Well, it definitely depends on the scenario, actually. I mean, that dictates everything. It's, like, in the woods or if it's just in a ring, death match, then that would dude, determine everything. I don't know, dude. Even, in, even I think if they're going one-on-one and if it was, like, in a ring or something, I kind of feel like... Rick at that point. You think so? I kind of feel like Daryl's scrappy, though, dude, and he'll he'll... He'll, I think he can beat up Rick, dude. So it looks like most of us think that Team Daryl would win, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you three guys. All right, cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, no, I did I did forget that Rick was a cop before this. And I'm kind of just like basing it more off of like that was straight savagery now, dude. Like so, You know, I was thinking of it, I was like, just you put them in a in a ring together. You know, right. that's like I was thinking. I didn't you made a good point about Rick, you know Daryl, you know. Um, tracking and all that stuff, but I think at this point, like 
Rick is just in that brutal mode and beast mode where he will just, you know, just destroy Daryl right, at this moment. And then, and then you got to think yeah. that their foundation, right? Like their the foundation of who they are as far as combat goes. Like Rick was trained to to deal with guys like Daryl. Like Rick was trained to deal with criminals and drug dealers and crankers and all that stuff, dude. Yeah. And so that's what crankers that's at the well, you know, <laughs> yeah. he still they call it they well usually motorcycle the- motorcycle gangs deal with crank because that's where they hide it or whatever speed anyway um and that's all daryl is daryl's like this criminal guy so that's that's kind of what i go down to there you go i mean he's so, a dead eye shot though i mean you just don't know that he's obviously got more skills too than what we think yeah yeah and of and rick was trained to beat that all right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so you hear me in this case i think i think we made the case for uh rick wait daryl or rick I don't know. One of those fools would win, right? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. If it's just <laughs> one of those guys, one of those guys would win. I can't tell. I mean, both of us, uh, all of us made some good arguments uh, overall about who would win. Uh, who do you guys think would win out there? Beta Report listeners, let us know. Go on our Facebook page. Yes. We'll make a post. We'll put a post up on uh, about who would win. Yes. And dude, so, we need a tiebreaker because it's two for Rick, two for Daryl, dude. So we need people to please break make the a decision. Tie. Even the odds. Yeah, dude. Yes. Dang. See, that's what I was saying. If there's a team and like Rick can bring back Shane. Forget it. Dang. And then like Shane slash the Punisher yeah, shows dude. up as the Punisher on there. Dude, that's it. Dude, that is, a, well, wait, that is pretty crazy. Daryl, he'd bring back his brother. What's that guy? Yandu. Yeah, Yandu. <laughs> Michael, Michael Rooker. With yeah. the with the freaking hook, he had a, he ended up getting the hook, right? Yeah, 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 dude. dude see that? That's I like to choose teams. We stabby choose stick. Now. I know, right? Well, let's do that next time. We run out of time. Thank you. We got to close this down. Yes, ladies. Got to shut it down. Sorry. Before we go, I'm gonna give you a pick of the week. And usually we'll try to give you guys a whole TV series to watch, but this is just one episode that we want to recommend for you guys. We talked a little bit about Supergirl. But this week is actually pretty cool because you got Supergirl and The Flash on the same episode. Are they different crossover. TV it's a crossover, dude. Ooh. Yes, it's a pretty awesome because it's a it's I don't think it's ever been done uh before where you have Supergirl who's on CBS and um The Flash which is on the CW. So it's kind of cool that they're on separate, you know, networks but yet they're being able to cross them over. So I've heard good things about it actually. It's a very good episode, very on the light side. So to contrast Batman versus Superman with all the gloominess and gloom and doom. Then you know you got Supergirl and Flash, which I heard really good reviews about that episode, which is really cool and very, you know, on the light side and, and very um um on the you know comedic tone and stuff. So and I heard it was really good. And and on top of that, Grant Gustin as the Flash is really good too. So there you go. Dude, and I feel like that in and of itself is like makes like the the DC universe, the movies, like that much worse because they didn't go with him like he's such like his portrayal of the flash is like so freaking perfect dude and no, no offense to keanu over here to to ezra to ezra miller I'm yeah hurt. dude that like like i just can't picture that dude as maybe he'll do good um but just like dude that guy's just knocking it out dude like it makes no sense that you would have someone who's perfectly cast i know as the flash already and you just wouldn't use him don't get me started on that but hey let's i, I really uh pause pause pause, pause. What? What? whoever's in charge of dc tv i know you're listening you need to take over movies. Yeah, dude, for real. 
Use that for formula real. for the movies. Wait, can Oops. we do throw out another pick of the week? Go ahead. What's up? Nerd Rider. Dude, I was going to so, say that. So Jay and I have been really geeking out over Nerd Rider, and it's a YouTube channel where this guy who's like smarter than us kind of talks about why a movie is good. We'll share that on Facebook. Not just a movie, but he, he breaks down movies. All sorts of there's a cha- There's an episode that he has where he breaks down a whole scene of Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Have you seen Ooh, that one? Dude, one. it's so awesome, dude. It's awesome to how he breaks down how much of a genius um, Hitchcock was that in one scene, he pretty much sets up the whole movie of Vertigo and how the levels they sit, the, the fact that he gets up on a, on a it's not a stage, but it's, it's a, it's the, the room they're in has like a step up. And as he gets up there, he's showing his dominance and, and, and the conversation he's having with the other character. It's so, so this guy, nerd writer is legit. He is like, he must have a doctorate in something. Yeah. He also did one on Pan's Labyrinth and like, uh, he broke down a poem by E. Cummings. Like, he did like, the Harry Potter one too was really great. Dude, it's awesome. He broke down, uh, uh, things that it pointed out that I didn't know about, but the, the prestige, and we can see that oh, one. I saw that. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I saw that. I wanted to watch that one. That one's so dope too because he breaks it down. He says everything go is before you right at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh snap! I didn't miss that. If you guys haven't seen the prestige, that's another pick of the week. Go watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we got three picks this week. But anyways, oh, oh uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, if next month anybody who rates us on iTunes. You guys will be entered into a raffle. Rates and reviews. Rate and review. Uh, you'll be entered into a raffle to win two tickets. That's it. All you got to do is rate us and review us. Two movie Entered tickets. into a raffle. Boom. Two movie tickets. Because you could give them tickets like a parking ticket. Yeah. What's that? Two movie tickets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, please go ahead and do that. We'll put more information on our Facebook page. We'll keep announcing it for the whole month of April. Please go and rate and review us. That really will help us out. Get seen, get out there, and uh, uh, hopefully we can get more listeners like that. So, for the Beta Report, this is Jeff. Uno. This is Jay. Master G. <laughs> Two. Dos. Uno. Beta. G. <laughs> Till next week. Ezra. This is the Beta Report. <laughs>